Hey, you're listening to the Time and Talks podcast. I'm your host, Dejal V. Patel, and this is the place where we have refreshingly real talks about the biggest problems moms face in motherhood and life and the spiritual solutions to solve them. If you're ready to reset your mindset with some major truth bombs, well then, let's dive in. Happy Wednesday! I am so excited for this podcast today because it's something that I've been contemplating a lot and I've been wanting to share with you guys. Now, of course, I don't have all the answers. I don't claim to be a guru. I don't claim to be a spiritual teacher. I am just a human being having a spiritual experience and sharing my joys, my loss, my fears, my successes, my mistakes, as well as the wisdom that I've learned across the board just so that maybe it might inspire you, maybe it might give you an aha, or maybe it will awaken you to find your own truth that resonates with you. So today's topic is all about feeling unsupported by those you love, but also our own inability to be happy for other people's successes. Yes, this is like not what we usually talk about. Usually we talk about, oh, I don't feel validated by that person. I don't feel supported by that person. But I will tell you, this is something that I've experienced on both sides, right? That feeling when you hear someone get that gets something that you want or they experience a big success. And if you're insecure about where you are, that might reflect sort of an envious, indifferent, or maybe a disdain of inability to be really, really happy for that other person. On the flip side, if you're really secure in where you are and you've experienced and worked hard for your own successes and you're proud of who you are, it is so much easier to be able to celebrate someone else's success, to feel inspired by their work and their motivation and what they've accomplished because it's also a recognition and a demonstration of your ability to succeed, right? There is not that scarcity mindset that there's only so much happiness and so much success that goes around. And when we put ourselves out there, when we have experienced, whether it's promotions or we're entrepreneurs and we put out a new product or we've created a collaboration and we're really proud of it, it's so interesting. You feel that energetic love and support from certain people and then kind of like this inability for certain people to be really happy for you. And so I will say that in my own experience of you know, following my dreams, becoming an author, and really having this vision that I've honed for many, many years, it just didn't mean that success came overnight for me. But this was a stepping stone, something I'm so proud of myself. And it was really interesting because the people that we think that would support us weren't really the people who supported me. And the people that I didn't really think, or maybe I wasn't the closest with, were the ones who cheered me on the most. And that made me think a lot about Empathy in the reverse. Be able to be empathetic in the happiness of others. Like we talk a lot about empathy and I've talked about it in this podcast as well about when someone's going through something really hard or difficult or they're going through sadness, how to hold space and be there for them, right? When we think of empathy, it's that compassion of being able to, I really feel what you're going through. And when someone's being vulnerable to be able to be authentically vulnerable as well and just hold space and really care for others. 
but it also goes the opposite way like we're talking about, right? Sometimes when you sense the goodwill of others, it's not this automatic, oh, I feel so excited for you. I'm so happy for you. And if you find that you're in this indifferent phase, this podcast will really help you kind of understand how to move out of this scarcity mindset and more of an abundant mindset and also how to cultivate what I think is this antidote or this new mental habit of empathetic joy. I know it's a made up word, but it's the idea of being able to be proactively looking for other people's success and joy and what they're proud of and truly be able to consciously support them, give them words of encouragement and truly from your heart, be able to pay attention to their good fortunes and share and relish in their good feelings. So it's this opposite experience, but there's so much wealth of benefit and in ourselves and in others. Not only does it make you feel so good inside, but it also, think about it, that type of person who supports you and celebrates you and delights in your experiences. Don't we all want to be around that kind of person? You're like, wow, they have so much light that to share that they're able to spread it with me. And so I know that's the type of person that I want to be around and I want to be that kind of person. So I really have consciously fine-tuned this of when I see someone's success, really going out of my way to let them know if they've created a product, going out of my way to leaving a review, whether it's a podcast or on Amazon or whatever it may be, whatever is going to help them and really consciously looking for these opportunities to practice empathetic joy. So where does this root from? right? This inability to support or not feel happy. It's not because we're bad people. It's because jealousy and envy is a natural part of the emotion scale, right? Just like anger and just like sadness, jealousy is there. But the thing is with jealousy, if left unchecked, can lead to resentment. And then resentment leads to feeling bad about yourself or feeling depressed or lack of self-esteem. It's a really tricky emotion cycle because it can get you into the spiral of really feeling bad about yourself, feeling in the scarcity lack mindset. I'm not good enough. There is not enough because their happy takes away from my ability to be happy. It's this limited scarcity mindset that we get stuck in that why is that not happening to me? Comparing our journey to someone else's and not fully understanding maybe what the legwork and the hard work and how much they had to go through and evolve through to be where they're at. Because this is what I know to be true, especially from my journey and when I hear of other big people, when they talk about their success, you have to start somewhere and it's never like a laid out path that this is your path to success. There are risks. There is believing in yourself. There is leaps of faith. There is going to be moments of mistakes and what people may perceive as failures. I truly believe failures are giving up on something that you truly believe in. I think that everything else is the trial and error, which is a normal part of the human experience. And everything helps you grow and tweak and refine. So when we look at someone's joy and someone's success, we just have a snapshot of their end almost, right? Like their end before their next climbing of their mountain. And we don't know all the behind the scenes, right? And there's a saying, never compare your middle 
to someone's end because it's not a fair comparison. And I think our culture is set up to be highly competitive, right? We're constantly from a young age competing against our classmates and we're not really taught to compete against ourselves, right? Do better than the last time that you did rather than, oh, I got a 97 and what did you get? I got a 93. It's that constant comparison with others that creates this drift that there's if they're happy, then I can't be happy or this is not happening for me or why isn't it happening? It, goes into this spiral of self-doubt. And so when we're trained that there's only so much success or happiness or love to go around, this scarcity mindset is really the root cause of our unhappiness. And we have to really be clear and ask this deep question when we're trying to practice empathetic joy, as I like to say. How can we be happy for others if you haven't found contentment and happiness within yourselves, right? Like, Everything that I have in this moment, I am happy, whole, and complete. I have enough. I am enough. There is enough for all. How do we embody that, right? And how can we step into that? It's only when we realize that I share this a lot in the Manifestation Podcast because it's been a huge aha, is that even if you had everything that you wanted, you would be just as happy as you are in this moment. So if you're feeling a lack of fulfillment, this lack of satisfaction in your life, having what you want, getting the success, getting the money, getting whatever, the relationship is not gonna make you any happier than you are right now. This is like the wisdom bomb of seriously the year for me from Matt Kahn and it really has struck a strong chord with me. It's also really important to embody this idea that your worth doesn't depend on others. So that also means that if you're in the seat of success, it doesn't matter who supports you or who is proud of you or who outwardly is sharing that. It's the recognition that there might be some of this lack of empathetic joy capacity in that other person. It's not that they wish bad for you. It's something that they have to work out. So when you become your own inner validation that you are so proud of yourself, you embody and you are aware of your journey and you're so incredibly happy for what you have accomplished, you realize that then in from that space, you can be able to support others. And I think that creates this trickle effect. I think that will be able to be a model of empathetic joy. When you're able to stand in your light and support someone, when you're able to feel inspired by others, I learn so much from so many of the comments that you guys share to me. And when someone says something nice, it is such a reflection of where their light and soul is. Their ability to stop and say something positive to someone else, or when they say, wow, that's really incredible that you accomplished that. It really shows us what is available and what can happen for us. That's what inspiration is, right? Awaken something within you. That can be meant for me. If that is your desire, you can truly have that. And that's when someone is standing in their power and accomplishing their dreams in an authentic way. That's where you serve as this light and this model of this is meant for you. If you want this, you can do this. That's like your you know, validation of and demonstration. Wow. Like I can succeed like this as well and I can make it happen. It's like that desire gets planted. So 
use that as also a stepping stone to find inspiration in other success. Like I said, paying attention to the good fortunes and the successes of others demonstrates that you are also focused on reaching your goals, but also celebrating others. So this will really transform you out of envy when you use other people's success to inspire you, to motivate you. And when you take that overt step to be able to set, lend a kind word of support and just be like, wow, that's really incredible. I am so happy for you and not from a fake place because people can feel that energy when it's fake. I certainly can. It's better off than you don't say anything. Um, honestly, because then it's like, okay, it's at least it's genuine when you say it and you really mean it. I think there's something very transformative in that, that happens. I think it starts opening opportunities. It's like a overt sign to the universe that you are ready to step in and shine your light and up level because you can recognize and see what other people's, other people are doing and see value in it and their hard work and their accomplishments and you are ready willing to do that too. I think abundance mentality and thinking goes into every area of your life, whether it's finances or self-worth or like this, like being able to be empathetic or happy for other people's success. I think there has to be this realization that there is not a lack of resources and happiness for anyone. Don't feel like you're limited by other people's success. The world is a very, very, very big place and can hold millions and millions of winners. And we're all destined to be successful in the missions that we have been given, why we're here. There is no mistake of why we were here. We have gifts. We have missions. We have purposes. We just have to stay in our lane, right? Like when you start focusing on other people's lanes and try to market like them or speak like them or be like them, that's when we get lost. And that's when things take a long time. And that's when we feel blocked. That's when we feel like we can't celebrate other people's success because we feel lost on our own path. When you feel really secure that this is my step, you're taking inspired action after inspired action because the whole path is never going to be shown to you. You're just living day in and day out, step by step by step. When you're so engrossed in your journey and your vision and your truth and your gifts, Everything feels so much more in flow and in alignment and you feel empowered. So whether someone else is succeeding or they're what you perceive as a fast track or things are manifesting quickly, it's a result of their energetic work that they're doing, right? There's something that they're attracting and it's not because you can't attract it. It's just because in your life experience and your soul's experience, you are on a different track. So it's kind of like when your teacher, like there's an exam, but there's like five different versions of the exam. So it's not like you're not being tested on the same things, but it's in different orders and it's, um, you know, different questions and different answers. Like it's like A, it may be letter A for you and C for somebody else. So it's just that we're all experiencing this dance in our own unique way and we have to be confident in our own future that you will be able to fulfill what it is you desire. That's why you're here, right? There is no mistake. There's no mean joke that's like against us that, oh, you've been given this life and these desires and these things aren't going to happen. Ha ha ha. 
you are not entirely at the mercy of randomness. You are a co-creator of your life. The intentions and the inspired actions you don't have to control every single aspect. Leave that up to the universe. That's what we think. We have to, we got to make this happen because we're so competitive. We got to do, we got to make. Your job is to have the intention and be open to intuitively hear the inspired action. This step, this step. Follow those little nudges and cues and little desires and pockets of like, those little seeds that are being planted on your path and let the universe do its job to orchestrate the situations and the circumstances and the opportunities to present themselves so you're ready, able, and willing to be like, yep, I'm jumping in when it happens, right? You have to be able to energetically be like, I can handle this, even though you might feel that nervous excitement energy, even when you get what you want, you got to be able to hold the capacity of what it is that you desire. So work on you and really bring the awareness of how to be happy now, how you're okay now, how you are enough now, how you have enough now, and you will find that you'll be able to embody this empathic joy that you can then, when you're in that vibration of seeing and looking for people's successes and joy and being able to overtly like tell them about it, you will notice that things will speed up for you. Not because of expectation, not because you're wanting it. It's just because you're in a better vibration. It feels good to make someone else feel good. So I really, really hope this serves you well. I think empathetic joy is something that we all need to embody a little bit more of. And also, of course, empathy itself of being able to have compassion, to be able to feel when someone's going through sadness or difficulty. But I will be honest, I think that is sometimes easier for us to be empathetic for others um, if we've truly learned to embody it maybe we're sympathetic um, you know towards others when there's something that's negative that happens versus when something that's positive and I think now is the best time to start embodying this ability it's such a gift to yourself and the world. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you found value, if you got an aha, please share it. The point of this is that so other people can hear it and to embody it, right? We're gonna change the world by sharing the wisdom that empowers us so that it can empower others. So let's live in that empathetic joy, guys. When you find something that is value to you, do your job and responsibility to make it available to others. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a great week and I will check you later, guys. Until next week, bye. If you've been loving the Time and Talks podcast and you find value from it, I would be so eternally grateful if you take a moment of your time to leave a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts. And when you do, I love to gift you my seven-day stress detox course. All you gotta do is screenshot your review before you submit it. Email it to me at thejil at thejilvpatel.com. And when you do, I'll inbox you the details of the course. This course has my go-to tools anytime I feel impatient, angry, frustrated, 
frustrated and I come to them almost every single day. And I promise these are the tools that you're going to want to have in your back pocket too. And if you haven't purchased the Meditation for Kids book, definitely do so now. You can purchase it anywhere you buy books, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Target, IndieBound, BAM, and you can go to meditationforkidsbook.com to get more information on the Meditation for Kids Masterclass course. If you're a complete beginner and learning how to teach meditation to your kids, this is the step-by-step roadmap that's going to teach you how to teach your kids meditation without having to become a certified meditation expert. Thank you so much, guys. Bye.